Welcome investors to the Absolute Return Podcast, your source for stock market analysis, global macro musings, and hedge fund investment strategies. Your hosts, Julian Klamotko and Michael Kesslering, aim to bring you the knowledge and analysis you need to become a more intelligent and wealthier investor. This episode is brought to you by Accelerate Financial Technologies. Accelerate, because performance matters. Find out more at accelerateshares.com. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. On today's show, we welcome special guests, Newsite Imaging CEO Ellie Asulin and VSAC CEO George Sobek. Newsite Imaging develops high-quality image sensors that can be integrated into industries such as robotics, automotive, mobile, and many more. Vision Sensing Acquisition is a SPAC that is set to merge with Newsite. On the show, Ellie and George discuss their background on vision sensors and chips growth opportunities in semiconductors and that industry, market conditions and whether there's a global recession, their top productivity hacks in their day-to-day, and more. So with no further ado, here's our show on semiconductors with Newsite Imaging CEO Elias Sulin and VSAC CEO George Sobek. Welcome, listeners. We have a truly international episode today. We have Ellie from Israel, where it's 11 o'clock at night, and George in Hong Kong, where it's 4 o'clock in the morning. So thank you, gentlemen, for coming on the show uh, instead of sleeping tonight or this morning. Uh, luckily, Mike and I have 2 o'clock in the afternoon, so we are well rested. But how are you guys today? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, thank you very much for this uh, opportunity. Yes, me too. Yeah. Um, pleasure to be awake at this hour to uh, to share this with you. So uh, thanks for having us on the show. Great. I'm excited to get into it. So let's start, Ellie, by getting into your background. Fairly extensive track record in the technology industry. You started out with Motorola in the early 1990s. Can you talk to us about your background up to and including the founding of Newsite Imaging? Sure. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a chip guy. It's uh, quite straightforward um, to say that uh, my career were with uh, chip design, semiconductor. So, as you said, I start with uh, Motorola Semiconductor at uh, 1990. Very junior uh, position, but uh, at that time, uh, the semiconductor industry, you know, in Israel, there were a few big companies like uh, uh, Motorola Semi, National Semiconductor, Intel, and uh, maybe this big. But it was, a, it was a start. It was a start. So I had a great uh, opportunity to, you know, be part of this uh, start and part of this revolution because this was exactly the time when uh, some automatic uh, tools came into this industry and make the chip uh, design looks completely different than uh, before. And this was my role at Motorola. I was supporting the CAD system, mainly of the uh, place and route and tools uh, like that. Then I move uh, to work uh, in, a, in a startup. Uh, it was a, a subsidiary of Siemens in Israel. We did the Carmel core. It was a very advanced uh, DSP core for its time. And um, I also worked uh, for a while in an American uh, CAD company, EDA company. It was a Magman Design Automation. And uh, this was a very, very important experience in my life, working for an EDA company that was actually very successful uh, in terms of tools and uh, under uh, Rajiv at the, the, the time, Rajiv Madhavan. And then I had the luck to, you know, to, to be part of uh, another revolution, 
You know, there was a time, it's difficult to imagine it now, but there was a time that uh, there was no uh, camera in the cell phones. Right. And so, you know, we were uh, kind of uh, one of the first company in the world that uh, put an uh, integrated uh, camera into a smartphone. It was uh, called the uh, Transchip. And uh, I took part in the, some R&D uh, role. And uh, we did a very uh, nice uh, camera on chip that was integrated, analog and digital. And eventually we were kind of pioneers in this uh, area too. Today, this company is, uh, is, a, subs- is a, um, Samsung uh, Israel. <laughs> anyway, so uh, after, after this experience, um, I, I moved to uh, this big group when I serve as a director of uh, technologies. Uh, and eventually, you know, I, uh, I end up with um, establishing and or founding a new site imaging together with my partner. My partner is uh, Eyal Yaskan. We know each other for more than uh, 25 years. We work together in most of the names that I just uh, mentioned. And... Uh, Eventually, we, we saw that we are together anyway, so we decided to establish the, the company of new site imaging. That's, you know, the story behind it seemed interesting for itself, but maybe it's for other time. How about you just give us a, a quick sort of couple minute a summary of the thesis behind the founding of new site? Okay, the thesis behind the founding of new site is uh, is that we we wanted to have a product uh, with a real contribution. I mean, we wanted to do something that look forward a few years. It's not it's not easy, you know. When you are as a big semiconductor company, you're actually making the the market. But when you are starting a semiconductor company, you need to guess in a very good uh, way. What will be the market in three, four, five years from the time that you start? Because semiconductor is a long, long shot, most of the cases. So we were looking something that we can, uh, you know, be, we can have an advantage. So uh, eventually after exploring the market, we decided to found the company with two uh, kind of uh, vertical or product line. One is uh, um, machine vision chips. Uh, again, a sensor for uh, machine vision chips. And the second is for uh, spectral uh, analysis. Uh, we found these two could be very important in a matter of uh, a few years. And I, I, I must say that uh, it seems that we were uh, quite right about that. This podcast is brought to you by Accelerate, one of Canada's leading alternative investment solution providers. Do you want to hedge your investment portfolio and protect your nest egg from significant drawdowns? Look no further than the Accelerate Absolute Return Hedge Fund, a long-short equity ETF that trades under the ticker symbol HEDGE, H-D-G-E, on the TSX. HEDGE, your uncorrelated portfolio diversifier. Find out more at accelerateshares.com. And, and why is LIDAR such a polarizing technology. It, it seems like most of the the automotive industry for um, self-driving cars, they're they're looking to utilize um, LiDAR as a technology, while folks such as Elon Musk has been fairly outspoken in his criticism uh, of LiDAR. Why, why is it so polarizing? So 
I may surprise you by telling you that uh, actually I think that Elon Musk is right. He, he rejected the LiDAR, uh, not because it's a bad technology, but because he said that it's not feasible, it's too expensive for the car. And that's exactly the point that we come to solve. You know, we we didn't start from a LiDAR that uh, will cost uh, $5,000. We make, made a chip that enable a LiDAR less than $100. And that's the, the big revolution that we are coming with. Uh, it took us time. We started with a line sensor, only one line. And then we have uh, we had uh, 32 lines of resolution. And now with the new chip, the NSI 9000, we have 480 lines of 1K pixels. Each of the pixels can measure distance. So this is maybe the, the biggest revolution that we could, uh, you know, uh, maybe... Uh, bring with us. And we're going to get into a new site's uh, technology competitive position and things such as that nature. However, George, I want to bring you into the conversation. Now, your background is on the financial services side, more than two decades, firms such as Citadel and Jane Street. What was that experience like? Thanks, Julian. Um, that was a great experience. Um, I've been very fortunate. You're right uh, to start with. I've, I've been in financial services industry for more than two decades. Well, I've had the, 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 the fortune and the, and the pleasure to um, and the luck to work at some fantastic institutions, as you say, uh, including UBS and BlackRock, as, as well as Citadel and Jane Street. And I just think that you know, working with really smart people is a is a great learning experience because you know uh, I, I've got a thirst for for learning uh, and for and for learning new things. Uh, and at, at those places, that is that is you know that is what they do. They, they're constantly evolving, uh, constantly trying to improve, and constantly trying to uh, do new things. Um, so it's an amazing environment from learning from extremely smart people. And, and a Citadel and Jane Street, uh, in particular, have um, have you know a, a lot of um, very very um, smart and thoughtful um, employees. So I was I was fortunate, as you say, to, to work at both those institutions, um, and uh, and. Uh, and, and at all of those institutions, my roles were, were slightly different. Um, there was a crossover to begin with in my early days. From my, from my early days working at a law firm straight into finance, I was looking at you know financial regulation processes uh, and, and rules. Um, and that moved uh, at, uh, at UBS and, and further into onto, uh, later in my career at BlackRock and uh, at Jane Street, for example, looking at um, business development um, and uh, you know, more kind of project management, um, uh, corporate governance. Uh, you know, kind of just taking on a, a whole bunch of new skills. But I think the main point there was um, at all of those institutions, there was a, you know a, a very very good learning curve. Um, and so I was never bored. I was always doing things which were were new and interesting. Um, and I think for anyone that's uh, you know, in any role, I think I think that's key to keep you engaged and to keep you wanting to you know to keep learning and. Uh, and having the opportunity to do that was, for me, is just uh, just very, very fortunate indeed. Now, in terms of something uh, new and to keep you engaged, you started uh, the SPAC Vision Sensing Acquisition. What was your goal in launching this blank check company? That's a great question. Once again, I mean, um, I was very fortunate to, to be asked to, um, to come out and work at, uh, at Vision Sensing and, uh, and take on the role as the CEO uh, by... Um, by the sponsor who uh, who set set the company up, and the goal was always to um, to seek uh, and uh, and combine with uh, 
a, a company in the vision sensing technology space. It's an incredibly exciting space, um, it, and it and it touches um, so many different um, uh, applications in the you know in the day to day lives of people. For example, uh, you're looking at kind of as Ellie talked to earlier, kind of the the automotive um, side of it. You have you know uh, robotics, uh, smart cities, you know Internet of Things, that kind of stuff. Uh, as well as uh, you know, healthcare and uh, and med tech like the spectral analysis, um, uh, and uh, uh, the um, water quality monitoring, uh, which new site do, and then you know relatively new kinds of technologies here, including uh, you know kind of things within the metaverse, um, you know such as you know AR and VR, you know, and, and orientation for uh, for you know the whole you know, Web three point zero. Um, technologies which are coming out there as well. So, finding uh, our main goal was to was to was to seek and find with a uh, seek was to seek and combine with a vision sensing technology company um, that had uh, you know a good business, uh, great uh, leadership, um, and um, and the ability to you know to, to grow and meet the kind of ongoing and changing demands of the vision sensing technology space. And we were very lucky and fortunate to find Newsite. Um, in that search, and and that was the that was the rationale for us, uh, combining and uh, signing the agreement to combine with with Ellie and his team. And you guys really nailed it with respect to the mandate, which is built into the name of the SPAC. One trend that yes. we've seen, especially in yeah. this challenging market environment, is SPACs uh, going completely against their mandate and doing something, you know, way outside of their initial focus area. So kudos to that. Now, Ellie, I wanted to get into the. Uh, sem- semiconductor industry and new sites positioning. Can you talk about new sites competitive position and why you chose to focus on, uh, you know, 3D machine vision sensors, spectral vision chips, and these types of technologies? How does that play into the broader semiconductor industry? Yeah, sure. Uh, so just to, you know, to extend, you know, uh, coming with uh, our claim uh, that we can do better uh, with our, uh, let's say, standard technology, because we are using a 180 nanometer. We are not using advanced node, uh, uh, you know, technology. And uh, to say that we are, our performance can uh, be like the the other guy who do, you know, BSI with stock chips and uh, many, many other technology improvement that hundreds of people work for years. It was like, uh, in Hebrew, we say chutzpah. You know, it's like... Uh, we, we dare to, to say it. But uh, the thing is that uh, we, we started from the application. So at first, before we define the chip, we look at the application and say, let's uh, try to design a chip that uh, will match the final application. This is uh, completely different uh, than the, maybe the big guys who are uh, you know, doing the depth uh, imagers. They are uh, you know, doing a depth imager and then Dear customer, try to adjust uh, the depth imager to to the application, which is uh, for us it's a it's a wrong uh, way to go. We started from the customer, from the application. We interview, we talk to them, we understand their need, and the work with them actually very very closely and and build the whole thing. I mean, we we build the full lidar in order to to learn uh, what we are doing. And eventually, we came with a with a solution that. Uh, its technology is not only on the semiconductor side. It's uh, start with the semiconductor 
uh, with the pixels, uh, go through the analog design, digital design. Also, we have uh, we put some hooks in the hardware in order to support the firmware. And eventually, the, when the algorithm came, everything fits like, uh, you know, layer cakes. So that's for, that was for the LiDAR. For the spectral analysis, it's a little bit uh, different story. Actually, we came into completely blue ocean with that. We started with water, as uh, maybe Joel said. We started with water monitoring at the time uh, that was uh, no COVID-19. And then, um, you know, we saw that uh, we have a pretty good uh, accuracy with our spectrometer on chip that we developed. And then we try our luck with, um, you know, spectral analysis for pathogen. And we start uh, with Israeli hospital, Shiba hospital. We did some tests. We saw that we have a pretty good result. And we start to to build the Viruside Diagnostic, which is the daughter company that deal with pathogen detection, again, based on a spectral chip. And eventually, we also uh, have a, a company for uh, water monitoring with the Israeli national water company, uh, Mekorot, that uh, also is uh, checking the water quality online. So for the spectral, I must say, we, we didn't see... Uh, too many competitors. We didn't see too too much, uh, you know, information that we can uh, build on because COVID is new, and uh, checking COVID with spectral is new. But eventually, you know, in the last clinical test that we did uh, just a few months ago, we got a 96.3% match to the PCR. Now I know, you know, COVID now sounds like a history in some part of the world. But we develop a platform, a platform that can check COVID, it can check maybe HIV. Now we are doing a HPV. We are, we are uh, trying to change the world of diagnostic by this technology. And again, it's a little bit confusing to understand what is the connection between water, pathogen detection, and uh, 3D. It's a little bit confusing, but we, we are the link because eventually it's a CMOS image sensor that we develop once we develop it for 3D imaging and one for spectral. But the application are still very, very exciting and world-changing. And now, a word from our sponsor, Accelerate, one of Canada's most innovative and fastest-growing alternative investment solution providers, with a suite of institutional-caliber alternative ETFs for investors seeking diversification and long-term performance. The Accelerate Arbitrage Fund, symbol ARB on the TSX, is the world's first SPAC-focused ETF, with a diversified portfolio of SPAC and merger arbitrage opportunities in an easy-to-use, low-cost ETF. The Accelerate Arbitrage Fund ETF trades under the symbol ARB on the Toronto Stock Exchange. Find out more at accelerateshares.com. And so for both your 3D vision sensors and the spectral vision sensors uh, or chips, are you able to provide any context as to how how much cheaper it is to go with your solution for um, for one of your your customers versus competitors, yeah, I mean, uh, I can talk about what we published. Uh, so we we had the press release on the NSI nine thousand with a comparison table. Uh, we showed that uh, we have a similar or even better uh, performance with the closest uh, competitor. I won't mention names, 
and uh, we are about uh, 8x uh, cheaper than, than them. And not only this, uh, because, uh, you know, in the machine vision, our technology is so powerful, we don't, we don't need a powerful uh, processor in order to calculate the depth. So we can use a very simple uh, processor and the whole bill of material eventually become uh, very uh, cheap uh, comparing to others. And uh, also very, it's very easy to integrate our uh, technology and build the POC. That's for the machine vision. For the spectral, I don't think you know spectrometer in the size of an ashtray that you can hold in your hand and give you results like a lab spectrometer and you can put it everywhere. Uh, and the only disposable is the Kivet and the, you know, some reagent that we are using. So again, it's a, it's a game-changing uh, platform. Now, I wanted to touch on this SPAC merger, new site going public through a merger with Vision Sensing Acquisition. Ellie, can you walk me through quickly what the strategic rationale for the deal is? Yeah, of course. Uh, so, you know, it's not, uh, let's say, the understatement is that it's not the best time to go with the SPAC. But behind that, there is a thinking, you know, we... We founded the, this company in order to lead it to, to something that uh, can be big. And um, we found uh, that um, by using this tool, this amazing tool of Spark, because I think it's, a, it's a really a shortcut to, the, to being a public company, with hiring a so good uh, you know, board member, I mean future board member that we, we hired, uh, we think that uh, together we can uh, bring uh, quickly this company to be uh, a major uh, success. Uh, that's our belief. And uh, we explore some other possibilities. And this one uh, looked to us uh, quite uh, interesting, uh, uh, specifically because we, we maintain, uh, you know, the, the, the rules and the engagement and everything in the, in the right uh, a rational uh, area. Now, George, are there some salient points, kind of the main key considerations that investors should know about the new site story as it seeks to go public here? Yeah, I certainly think there are. I mean, obviously, we've um, we've announced the deal, and, and we kind of we've put that out to um, to the market in, in various publications with uh, plenty of information in. But I think the main points for us, um, which investors should know, are the, are the same the same things that we took in facts that we took into consideration when um when deciding that uh, new site was the the comfrey company for us uh, to seek to uh, to enter into the business combination agreement with it comes down to you know pretty simple the business that they have is um or should i say the sector that they're in is extremely exciting and growing the company uh has uh, amazing technology as Ellie has talked you through already with a fantastic price point. So it is able to, unlike a lot of other competitors, it is able to uh, to apply its technology to lots of different verticals and lots of different applications within the vision sensing space. We've talked about a little bit today in terms of the, the water monitoring, the spectrograph, but also, you know, kind of the automotive robotics. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a pretty diverse set of applications. And that comes down to the fact that uh, new sites technology and new sites 
sensor chips are high, highly configurable, which makes them easily adaptable for use in multiple applications. Whereas lo- lots of lots of competitors uh, make make uh, similar technology, but for very specific use cases. Um, and I think that's really one of the highlights with the new site technology and why Ellie and their team are able to apply that to so many different um, subsectors within the vision sensing sector, which make which gives it a, a, a gives it a, a a highly you know a, a, a very high chance um, of success and and a, and a very huge market which to uh, you know which, in which to um, provide its technology for, uh, and then on top of that. It has a fantastic, um, just a fantastic uh, team with a lot of experiences, uh, as Elliot's spoken about, you know, him, himself and, uh, uh, you know, and his co-founder um, have, a, have a really, really deep experience in this space, uh, which means that they, they, they kind of know what they're doing, um, you know, and they've got um, great contacts, you know, and, um, and just a very good sense of how this market, uh, how this market operates and, uh, and what their technology needs to be successful. Uh, within the space, on top of that, when we looked at, um, at Newsite, you know, we we performed um, some really deep due diligence um, on them, um, um, on 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 the leadership, on the um, on the uh, on the patents that they hold, um, on the on the finances and the, and the forecasts and um, contracts uh, and commitments which they which they have uh, to form the valuation, and especially on the technical due diligence as well. We worked with Exponent, which is a you know, a NYSE listed um, uh, company, which uh, um, is multidisciplinary uh, engineering and, and scientific uh, consulting firm and performs independent due diligence on technology companies. Uh, and, and they performed a very deep dive on site's technology to bear out the, um, the, uh, the claims uh, which Ellie has, uh, has, has talked uh, through today. And, and all, of those, all those due diligence exercises went through, uh, all came back very positive. Um, so that was great for us. And then moving forward, um, the uh, you know, new site uh, post DSPAC uh, will be will be uh, kind of uh, even even better capitalized and have more um, more dollars in the bank, as it were, in order to you know to keep uh, to keep growing their company, to keep on with their R and D and uh, you know their uh, you know sales and marketing efforts, um, and all of that's going to lead to the, the company you know, continuing to be even more successful than it is today. And then lastly. The industry sector that they're in, the, the vision sensing te- technology sector, has uh, extremely substantial growth potential in its own right. Uh, so not only is new site really well positioned within the sector, the sector is growing at, uh, it, within the applications that new site currently is looking at, at a, uh, a, an annual forecast rate of nearly 26% per annum, uh, which, is, which is just huge, you know, and there are, I'm sure, um, and uh, we, can't, we can't really talk about that today. But there are other uh, other um, applications within the sector which Newsite haven't even haven't even started looking at in great detail today, which we're not even including, uh, you know, in that figure. So, so net net, it's it's a fantastic company in a you know with with fantastic technology, fantastic team, uh, extremely good independent board members joining post back in it. In an industry sector which is growing at a, at a at an extremely fast rate, so we're really excited about uh, new site and seeing uh, seeing where they go uh, post DSPAC. In terms of the industry growth rate, it seems like there's a lot of potential for uh, semiconductors. It seems like there's you know sensors and chips and seemingly everything these days. 
Now, that being said, combine that with a volatile market, a lot going on in the stock market and the bond market these days. What are your thoughts on current market conditions? That's a great question. Uh, as Ellie, Ellie alluded to earlier, um, the market conditions aren't, um, aren't ideal at the moment. Um, for anybody, really, for, you know, for, for companies, especially companies trying to raise money, it's a tough market out there. And, um, uh, you know, for individuals, uh, generally, you know, with, with the interest rates rising, inflation being high, uh, you know, kind of, I think um, times are tough for, for both uh, individuals and corporations um, currently. But, you know, markets are cyclical. And, uh, you know, this isn't the first time that we've been through a, a recessionary environment or a market uh, kind of down cycle, you know, as, as in the past, you know, cycles are cycles. Uh, they don't last forever. And, uh, you know, uh, the market generally uh, will come through this cycle. And generally, and, and often in the past, as, as we've seen, especially recent cycles, the market generally bounces back kind of even stronger than it was uh, before. So, you know, despite the fact that we're going through this uh, this down cycle at the moment, I think strong comp- I think vision sensing that space is going to continue to grow. Uh, that's that's kind of without a doubt. I think new site is uh, is extremely well positioned within that space. Will be even more so uh, post back when it has uh, you know more capital um, and strong companies pull through and shine in these down cycles. And I think vision sent. I think uh, so. New site within the vision sensing space and the technology space generally. Is one of those companies, which is why we're kind of really we are really excited, you know, to enter into this agreement with uh, with Newsight and uh, with, uh, with Ellie and uh, and the Newsight team. They've got extremely strong product traction, a high degree of configurability and flexibility in a really high growth sector. So um, so we think this is actually you know opportunity for them to outshine their competitors with the new NSI nine thousand chip. Uh, and as I said, the, the the cost of that compared to competitors. I think uh, I think this is uh, a time for you know, for new sites to really kind of uh, shine and stand out amongst its peers. Well, that sounds like a perfect place to wrap up the show. So, thank you, George. Thank you, Ellie, for coming on the podcast to chat about vision sensing and new site imaging. Exciting stuff going on, especially in the semiconductor space. So much growth, so much new applications. And, you know, as consumers, we're always excited to see what's uh, what's new and what's going to come out to improve our lives or, or make it more entertaining or whatnot. So thank you so much. Yeah. We wish you the best of luck in this transaction and, and going public and all the things that come with that. So We'll be monitoring the situation and the uh, stock, and it looks like um, got a good deal here. So, wish you the best of luck. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much indeed. Absolute pleasure being here. All right, take Thank care. You. Thanks for having us. Bye, everybody. Bye, bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Absolute Return podcast. This episode was brought to you by Accelerate Financial Technologies. Accelerate because performance matters. Find out more at accelerateshares.com. The views expressed in this podcast are the personal views of the participants and do not reflect the views of Accelerate. No aspect of this podcast constitutes investment, legal, or tax advice. Opinions expressed in this podcast should not be viewed as a recommendation or solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any securities or investment strategies. The information and opinions in this podcast 
advised are based on current market conditions and may fluctuate and change in the future. No representation or warranty, expressed or implied, is made on behalf of Accelerate. As to the accuracy or completeness of the information contained in this podcast, Accelerate does not accept any liability for any direct, indirect, or consequential loss or damage suffered by any person as a result of relying on all or any part of this podcast, and any liability is expressly disclaimed.